Welcome to Scanline Tabletop in our Embers of War campaign, a campaign played in the Tenra Boncho Zero system. I am the game manager, Kyrie Page. Uh, find, I, I, listen, we're in a weird social media landscape at the moment, so for now, uh, you'll find my link tree at linktr.ee slash Page. And introducing themselves, our players in alphabetical order by their first names. All right, I'm Rising Phoenix. Uh, well, <laughs> hi, <laughs> no, hi Phoenix. <laughs> hi Rising Phoenix. Hi. <laughs> find me at, at R Phoenix on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Did I screw this up? Okay. Rising, I'm Jennifer- Rising Phoenix. Her Twitter account would be a mess. <laughs> uh, sorry for screwing up right out the gate. I'm Jennifer Uncle. Um, you can find me at JBU3 on Twitter. You can find me on co-host at Jen hyphen and hyphen Aster. And I play the role of Rising Phoenix. I'm Jin Baker. You can find me at various social media places at JinBerryCake. Uh, if I'm not there, then you won't find me there. So, uh, And I'm playing... Uh, the Wandering Rains. I'm Six Detmar. You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And uh, you can find my work and a lot of other of the work of other people here on ScanlineMedia.com and Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. All right. And I, I say we're going to get right into it. And standing before you is an older man, his eyes wearied and focused on you exclusively. His well-worn clothing covers most of his body, save for his forearms, covered in blood-red rivers of soul gems. He is unmistakably a samurai, a warrior who embeds these gems into his body for untold power. Despite the engine of destruction potentially before you, this man has a relaxed look on his face, but his arms are folded in front of himself, seemingly guarding his chest. He approaches you, asking, Are you guarding this place? He awaits your response. What do you do? Simply passing the time. Please feel free. 
Uh, no motion, though. No motion. No, no motion. Like I'm, sta- I'm, I'm sitting very still. Uh, my arms are in a very specific posture, and I'm not blinking. Nadeshko, I need you to real quick. And you know what? I think I might have him roll this as well. Let's have an emotion matrix roll for you. Okay. All right. I got it. Um, I'm going to move it to 14 or pursuer. Um, six. Which? Uh, what? Where does where does Nadeshko land? Um, I think I'm going with, uh, 46, which is unstable emotions. I'm moving down one. Okay. How much does that I cost? think this works. Again? Uh, just one. Okay. So what happens is that you, you know, I feel like Nadeshko, she says like, oh, just move along. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um... He notices, like, how how does this man notice, like, the hilt of your blade? Um, I mean, it's just like, I mean, since I'm sitting down, I would have taken it off. So it's just lying at my side, like, just, just within, like, like very easy arm's reach, but right there. It's hard to miss. He is about to just kind of write you off and is about to um, move past you. But you see that, you know, you're following his, like, eye line. And you see that he locked onto like your lotus petal, and instantly his dart his eyes darted back like to yours. I think there's very much a situation where Nadeshko is is unlikely is is in a reactive mode, I think. So it's just kind of staring him down. He uh remarks Not many of those around here. Uh, if you're looking for another one, I suspect you'll get lucky if you head inside. That's so. Call it a woman's intuition. I guess your intuition does match up with what I heard, although he's gonna he's gonna kinda like rub his chin a little bit. So what is causing the unstable feeling in Indeshko's heart? I mean it's it's a there's a clear conflict here of of presentation. This is a guy who has samurai gems, and he's chosen his arms to to have them, so either he has so many that he had to go to the arms, or he has intentionally picked a place where they would be visible. Either way, he is comfortable wearing in the open signs that he has dedicated the modification of his body to war. Um, and yet he's being fairly restrained here, and Nadeshko knows this sort of person well enough to know that you act restrained so that you may not be restrained in a moment, right? Like, this is, it is more, it would be less ominous if he was being gruff. Right, like, in almost any other scenario, he would be, like, you know, barking mad, but it appears that he's just, like, for all in, like for all intents and purposes, he's just taking a nice, like, walk in the moonlight. Right, and this sort of restraint implies that he is, like, he is readying some sort of action if necessary, and so Nadeshko is doing the same. In Nadeshko's perception, like, he really does just seem fairly relaxed. He decides to remark, like, after, like, a little bit of time, it's like, My information told me that there was a young lady running around with a lotus petal. You seem to fit that description. 
decent odds you're thinking of a young woman who around town who was flaunting a ordinary weapon and claiming it was a lotus petal. But I suppose that's of little consequence. Little consequence, considering, well... He, he gestures towards yours. I think that... I'm trying to workshop this scene in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, what is his goal in the scene? Well, he was his goal was to confirm the information that he heard, right? Like, for now, like, you know, here's this guy who is just approached, but he does have like, you know, samurai soul gems, like, you know, running across his arms. He is just he he's trying to confirm the information that he heard. So Nadeshko has said, yeah, there was a young lady pretending to have a lotus petal, but now in a roundabout way, that information is still true. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing it. So he seems to be like, like he um just seems to mentally cal- you know, like, you know, write down something where he's also trying to keep track of these blades. Mm. Uh, I say, um, oh, this is this is going way back. It is a thing that I I mess I meant to write down a name and I failed to. Okay, um, in a previous role, when we were mm-hmm. at uh, Tadakichi's estate, um, right. I did an investigation. I learned about a girl with a lotus petal who frequently visits visits Tadakichi, and you said they were she was coming from a specific area, and I did correct Amagawa. Amagawa, uh, I think, um. Nadeshko was going to say, oh, and you know about the girl from Amagawa, I assume. Yes, young lady, a lot of people know about Miss Shinobu. Just thought I'd help you fill out your bingo sheet. Is there anything else I can help you with? He decides that, like, during this, like, talk, he, he figures that even though that you've just been like you know sitting there casually just chatting with him mm-hmm. like he knows that you haven't been leaving an opening mm-hmm. he decides like well I appreciate the information miss and he turns to walk away and you catch a glance of like the sword that he has like on his hip mm-hmm. what is it about it that like doesn't betray its identity as a lotus petal but like makes it very clear that he has one to you. June, are they made with sheaths, like special sheaths at the time, or is a sheath a thing that comes later that is not a scabbard, that is not of particular? Uh, I would probably say that they aren't made specifically with sheaths, that they are, like, if you yield one, you have to figure out how to uh, how to hold it. Because the, the idea is that they can change, like, they change shape over time. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard to make a sheet that will also fit, no matter what it looks like. I think, I think it's actually like the sheath is like has has failed at its basic job in a way, <laughs> where be as the sword has changed shape, it has just sort of like cut little holes in the sheath. Um, and I think there's something about like just the 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 
the way the cuts like you can tell the cuts are coming from inside like they came the it's it's the blade poking through in places right um where Nedos goes like okay so this has to be a magical sword and i can put two and two together um also do i see something on his back because i seem to recall since you said he turned away so you were right about the samurai soul gems they seem to be like you see like the nape of his neck a little bit mm-hmm. and they it appear like you kind of also put two and two that the um streams of like red are almost like blooming from like his back as well and going into his arms like his entire like for all intents and purposes most of his body is covered in this stuff I'm trying to think how much Nadeshko heard about the uncle. I am also trying to remember where I've mentioned it because Nadeshko walked away when uh, when Rain told Yuri. Um, right, but I, I, I mean, you there opened was, with a fair bit, so I think I heard a fair bit. There was the um, information broker earlier, like mm-hmm. I think it was last you session. A- oh, you asked about him, like in front of, oh, like, right. like Kamui. You asked, like, Kamui, hey, have you heard about this guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. yes. So I, I think Nadeshka would say, so does that make you the uncle, then? I don't know if I mentioned uncle. I, de- I definitely mentioned that I'm looking for you, a, this samurai. You definitely mentioned uncle when you were talking to Yuri. Uh, but you weren't there for that, for hearing about uncle. I mean, I don't think, like... Well, the question, I guess, would be what's more narratively interesting? I think it would be... I don't know if it's, like, necessary for you to, like, mention, like, Rain specifically, but it would be... I think it would be neat to, like, make it so Nadeshka puts the pieces together and mentions that she knows someone that is looking for him. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think, because, like, as as a player... I know what I want out of the scene. I'm trying to think what Nadeshka would do, though, because I think also, like, honestly, I think you're right that it's that even if she'd heard it, she probably wouldn't necessarily have recorded to memory because she doesn't care about personal connections in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has heard stories mm-hmm. of like, like, remember, like a guy who's running mm-hmm. around with like, you know, samurai, like law of narrative momentum says that like this one samurai mm-hmm. is like you're putting it together uh, okay i think what she says then is just for my own notes i think uh, a companion of mine is looking for you so uh you know should i say you came calling this actually gets him to like like his like he was walking away and then like his like immediately stops mm-hmm Seems like a no, then. Okay. <laughs> so, so Nadeshka like sees this stoppage and like, um, basically implies that she's not gonna like, like what what is Nadeshka gonna do with this information? Um, I mean, she's filing it away. She'll kind of decide at a later time. What she is saying is, like, ah, I see. You don't want this person to know right is what she's basically implying or is it also partly her bargaining hey i have some information that someone is looking for you uh that i know like is this 
and maybe I that's mean, something she's, that's she's worth certainly fishing. She's trying that's to worth she's something trying to, to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if he shows interest in, in, in further engagement, but if he's just like, how dare you say that name? It's like, okay, well, whatever then. <laughs> I think what happens, um, I'm not going to make you roll notice on this one, because you very, like, something that happens when, like, the soul gems, of course, are responded to, can sometimes betray the emotional state of the person, and you just see, like, you know, almost glowing from his back, like, a wave of, like, bright red, just, like, shimmer, like, throughout his back into his arms. And, um, he just basically turns around and gives you a look and goes, Be careful where you tread, miss. Nidashko has no idea what the look means. She's too young. But, um, he does, in fact, walk away. But you felt a, like, how does, here's the thing, maybe, like, Nadeshko doesn't understand how, like, the emotion itself, but you felt a wave of killing intent. Yeah, I think Nadeshko reaches out and touches the sword for context. Yeah, like, you touch the sword and it's like... How does Nadeshko feel, like, how does she read Killing Intent? Like, what does that feel like mentally to her? It kind of feels like... <sighs> hmm. I think it's like, like, you can feel sort of the pressure shift in a way where, like, it's like pins and needles almost, but sort of more more direct than that, right? It's like you can feel the mental pressure directed in a way, and I think for her... Hmm. Like, almost like she gets goosebumps all over her body the moment she touches the sword. Yeah, I think... I think, yeah, I think the sword actually helps her get a more, like, helps her understand how she should feel about it, because she's capable of recognizing, like, it's like... If you drink something very acidic, you can feel it burn on your tongue, right? Mm. And that's what the sword is providing her. What she got is she dipped a pH strip in, right? She's like, hmm, Mm -hmm. that was killing intent. I don't really know what to make of that. Like, why would... And it's like, ah, he was pissed at me, I guess. (laughs) Right. And as he's, like, walking away, he just simply says, you may know me as Mukuro. And walks away. Because, you know, like, I imagine Nadeshko breathes, like, a slight sigh of relief. But, June, you were attacking the Eternal with, um, the minigun, right? Uh, yeah, with the chain gun. So, in the night, like, it's very faint for you, Nadeshko, but you pick it up. You hear some gunfire. June. You have opened fire against um, the Eternal. I mean, I think that it's just going to be uh, rolling marksman to try to to hit him. And I have rate of fire seven. I got four successes. He he defends, but he doesn't get a counterattack because he used a dodge skill. 
Um, so you, um, I think what it is is like you try to like, do you? The, uh, my first question is, do you want this result to hold, or do you want to spend anything to increase the? I think this is uh, narratively appropriate, honestly. Like getting the first shot in, it it doesn't feel right for this kind of fight for it to for it to have hit. <laughs> So you pop out, you are trying to do, like, the cool girl thing and just, like, rain bullets on uh, this guy. But um, the Eternal, he caught, like, he just fast enough, like, with his absurd speed, like, was able to, like, kind of get out of the way. That said, you did make him, like, back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... um basically just kind of like gives out like a frustrated grunt as um he's like pushed back um but currently he is focused on you and can see like like you can see you and just kind of like growls because like you again anything else you want to do for your turn uh i think the idea is she's going to just try to stay in place and put pressure on him with a lot with like keeping the fire going. Okay. So like, just kind of like draw his attention a lot. Yeah. Just, just give like the idea is giving covering fire, even though it's not mechanically what she's doing. Okay. Um, so that's your, that's your turn. Uh, rain. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. So it is the eternals turn. What he will do is um he's gonna try and attack you um Jim, mm-hmm. because like he basically he grabs the uh lotus petal um and is just like you know like stay out of my way and decides to just like he's gonna do a pretty standard attack against you i don't have a lot i can uh oh i'm not feeling good about this at all so I think that especially with seven successes. Oh god. Um I do like this uh this idea of rain though. <laughs> just like putting herself in an obscenely dangerous scenario. When she just does not like, have the like physical capability to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um I think that as he approaches with his weapon drawn, she's going to uh just like suddenly realize how much danger she's in. And just desperately try to grab the, uh, like, one of her uh, weapons. Like, she's going to draw her sword, her um, uh, triple comet blade, because that's always on her hip now. Is there a way to aid people on rules? Yes. So, okay, this might be too outside of the rules, right? This might be a stretch of the rules. I'm listening. I, Nidashko, would be in this situation, try and, like, lunge forward and, like, sort of, like, tangle him up for a second and then, like, Mm -hmm. get dispelled before they got killed. So, like, lunge forward and, like, grab them and it's like, you can do this for, like, a split second before he just turns and cuts you in half. And so it just just turns back into a piece of paper. And you're... So, basically, you are... I'm burning a clone to stop the attack. I'll... I'll give June a bonus for that. So you're going to roll um, melee weapons. Yep. Plus two. Oh, God, that's only four successes, though. Uh, I need three more. That's w- Hold on, is that with the plus that's two? That's with the plus two. It's six plus one for my harm, plus two for the bonus. 
but also it's weapon damage too, right? And he's mm. using a fucking lotus petal. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is like you know you know the thing they say like GM should be fan of the players. Apparently, I'm fucking enemy of the players. Sorry, June, <laughs> I should have just not said that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to drop all my IQ and use them all. Oh. all use them all for extra rolls. Okay. <laughs> Sure. That's nine. That's that's nine IK because she. I think I could drop oh, nine IK oh, to tie, right. or I could drop them all to roll nine extra die. And right, I was like, "How do you only have nine? Rock. And I realize you keep getting in these situations and burning IK. Okay, so all right, go for it. Burn your IK. Ah, uh, that's an extra five successes, that's, which puts me up two but, more than him. So. If I may. So what happens is the Eternal grabs um, grabs the uh, Mantis Scythe, his Lotus uh, Petal, uh-huh. and you see, like, his arms just extend in these tenderly... It, like, becomes like a flurry of, you know... It's a furry, flurry of slashes. But Nideshko, in that moment, is able to, like, catch his attention off for just a moment... And before the blade, you know, hits a Nideshko, but, like, it becomes, like, you know, it gets stuck into, like, a wooden plank for just a moment. But enough that leaves the Eternal open. How does, how does Wandering Rain exploit this opening? I think that she, uh, she just gets within the, the range of the, like, she gets within weapon range like she gets uh closer close enough that the weapon the sorry i'm trying to i'm blanking on the what was the name of the the, the pedal mantis the eternal's lotus the, the mantis, mantis scythe. scythe yeah the mantis scythe uh is gonna hit have a harder time hitting like closer so if she steps in and uh gets a stab in as she's like getting around him yeah you just like stab um like stab him you just get an attack into the attack. Yeah, just yeah. barely, basically just grazing on, across the side as she, like, just dodges the, uh, mostly dodges the blows. Because I don't think she'd be able to handle, like, blocking them. That results in some damage for the Eternal. He's going to take two heavy wounds. Like, I think this is, like, a significant thing where he's just absolutely caught off guard. Say something cool. Or say something dorky. I think actually Rain would probably say something dorky. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, didn't you know that pole arms are bad for close range? What a weird say that. Oh God. <laughs> He's like, what? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, she's kind of a weapon nut. It is now Emmy's turn. Um, who has been? I think like like she's been kind of um on the like off of the edge of the cliff trying to like sneak around to um you know, basically get to Hayate. So she's along the edge, you know, like dangling above this cliff, and she knows that she can like take this fall, but she knows that she can't be noticed by the Eternal. Uh the Eternal is currently, you know, in combat against uh Rain. Um, but that doesn't mean his ears can't you know doesn't work. But I think what it is is that like you see Emmy like putting her hand somewhere, and some rocks are just about to fall, and it makes like a 
crinkling, like, you know, a crumbling sound, but she manages to, like, catch the crumble, basically, before, you know, like, anything is noticed. Um, and the Eternal has not noticed her. Um, but she is now, like, one step closer to Hayate. She's gonna need at least one more success to, like, be able to retrieve him. Rain, you're up again. Oh, that was fast. Um... You had a you had a surprise. I just wasn't sure if um I would have to wait until the next round to go. Uh so I think that what she's going to do right now is try to like um distract him by uh like try to probe questions like uh So you were trying to fix your weapon, huh? Uh uh how much do you know about uh fixing uh, lotus petals? I bet it's not a very... I bet you're uh, doing some shoddy craftsmanship over there. So you're trying to, like... You're just trying to piss him off. Yeah, yeah. psych him out. Try to, like, distract him from, like, noticing the uh, the rescue attempt. And also, uh, maybe give a bonus to, like, another person. I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna say... <laughs> I'm trying to think. This is gonna be a bit of either... I would say a bit a perform role and you're, you're trying to like get him to like, you're trying to get under his skin. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can do for this, because that is a zero for me. Persuasion also makes sense. Yeah. There's persuasion or perform um, strategy kind of, but like, you, I want to hear the pitch, but if you use any slurs. It could be criminal arts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i have i think persuasion is the only one there that i really have going for me which is not good um i'll give it a try though it, it's better than nothing sure um i'm gonna say and this is gonna be contested against uh the eternals i'm gonna say willpower like, can he can he see past this? Uh, That's one success. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, he his is not much better, but he gets two. It's like um, it's like Rain is like you're bad at spotting people sneaking, and he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I think I think what it is is that. Um, so this isn't going to shake him, um, mm -hmm. but, like, the consequence would just be, like, you know, the next player doesn't necessarily get a bonus. But um, he just, um, so what you said that, like, oh, you are you don't know how to use this weapon. Or it's more like, I bet you don't know how to actually fix that. I'm, I'm sure that you're doing some shoddy craftsmanship over there. <laughs> That's the thing. I won't necessarily need to. He um, shows off the lotus petal a little bit. It's like, that old man will tell me everything I need to know, whether he wants to or not. So Rain knows this, that one of the special abilities of the Mantis Scythe is that it is a memory drinker. Um, is if, like, if, like, the blood of an opponent is on there long mm -hmm. enough... Uh, he can learn from the person he is fighting. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just need a little time. 
but I got all of it. That's all. I have all that I could ever need. So he is unfazed, but he's looking right at you. He's a little distracted, but not completely. Um, but it is Phoenix's turn. Okay, so I just have a quick question to just uh, refresh myself on the layout of this place. Like, uh, it's made mm-hmm. of it's made of two platforms and an outcropping, and like, I'm assuming based on the fighting here, the Eternal has moved to the lower one wall. Um, Where? The o- uh, not quite. We're just on like kind of the top top of a cliff. There is like a little alcove that could be served as like a cave, but mostly in front of you is just a um, fire um, that is crackling. Um, and there is the cliff that is overlooking um, the forest. And um, right now it's late at night, but um, the moon is out. Uh, but right now you're basically at the top of this cliff um, and like this like small clearing. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's not cramped, but there isn't that much room. Okay. This would be a place that would mostly be used for like, you know, painters and artisans to be inspired by the beauty of nature. And the Eternal has turned it into like a little work area. Okay, and how close right now is the Eternal to the fire? Uh, close enough, depending on what you're trying to do. <laughs> I want to try and kick him in. Kick him into the fire? Okay. Yeah, I want to basically um, kick off the ground and attempt to, like, do a flying kick and send him sprawling. Roll your attack roll. Um, no, no bonuses. But right now, just roll your attack. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna have him burn some IQ. <laughs> this kick does find its mark. Mo- like in any other scenario, like this kick would send him flying. But like doesn't necessarily catch your leg, but he just kinda takes it like into the chest and he um his feet like get planted into the ground. Um and he's dra- like basically pushed backwards a little bit, but he is still standing. Um, he coughs up just a little bit of blood. <laughs> Don't you get it? It doesn't matter. This body will last me just long enough. I've been around for a very long time. And eventually, time comes for all. Sandesco says, is that why they call you the Eternal? <laughs> Each Desco hanging from a ledge is trying to be stealthy and is trying to fight the urge to say, shut up, son. <laughs> she like smacks in the back of the head. I'm trying to think how he reacts to this. I think, honestly, he loves it. Like, he, um, <laughs> he's like, of course, obviously. <laughs> Young lady. I was born in the space between the stars. You can't fight that. But I, eventually, like all things, I will be your end. Picking myself up a little bit, being like, damn, I thought that would get him to shut up. Clone's turn. Clone's turn. So, Ichi is gonna keep sneaking. Um... 
And gosh. Uh so June. Yeah. I'm assuming to do your attack with the sword, the counterattack, you just drop the gun on the spot. That right? is true. Uh do you want to pick it so, up? Yeah. Son doesn't want to go in there, are you kidding? <laughs> uh sure, I can tell you what the stats are if you uh whatever you need. Sure. Uh, does it have a requirement for how strong you have to be to use it? Nah. Uh, great. No, but you are you are going to use marksman. Cool. <laughs> you know that's appropriate. Um, so do you want me to roll twice? One for the sneak, one for the shot. Um. Yes. Let's see. Um, sneaking. Like, go ahead and s- uh, try to sneak. Okay. And the eternal will like see if he notices it. All right, I'm using my skill rating, but a clone uh, stat rating. So, not great. Damn it. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, we already established a tie means you get one progress. You get get a little bit, right? Yeah. I I think... um, I I did it for, like, the uh, NPC characters, but, like, tie... We're just going to say tie goes to the runner for now. Um, uh, yeah, so you make a little bit of progress. Okay, I mean, I am willing to sacrifice Ichi here, like, dismiss Ichi to progress Emmy to get Emmy to two. Does that make sense? Is there a way we can do that? Yeah. I would say, yeah, you can spend that turn to do so, and that'll get Emmy in position. I think, uh, I think Ichi pulls herself up, and as she pulls herself up, she's grabbing a rock and she just throws it, and it misses the Eternal, but it comes close enough to be, you know, unsettling. Be like, Eternal or not, you've only got the two eyes, clearly. So, and you're dismissing Ichi? Um, I think, I think, like, I, I think, like, narratively, I, I, I would like it if, if he just, like, lashed out, and she was dismissed, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's kind of what he does, is that, like... You know, you just hear this guttural roar as like the um, the uh, the mantis scythe is like coming straight for like Ichijesko's like head and is dismissed at just the right. <laughs> I, I think because of Ichi, I think she just goes later, bitch, and then she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you know it clunks like you know the 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 blade cuts through like the uh, log um, that is left behind. <laughs> Or the the paper, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, just yeah, but, yeah just yeah, slices in half the little paper doll. Yep, that gets Emmy right into into the position to like be able to recover uh, Hayate. And when he turns back around from this, like annoyed by the distraction, he sees San there holding a chain gun, <laughs> just opening up. All right, time for some um, bad rolls. So there's. Seven ammo currently in there. Uh, it has a rate of fire seven, so you could like dump it all yeah, I believe at once. There's, I believe there's zero ammo in there. You'll find. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, he's gonna try another like evasion. Okay. Because there's not much you can really do against that. Um, but since you dismissed, um, I'll give him like a minus one. Okay, he'll still he'll still succeed. This is going to be a terrible roll, but it's more about setting the scene here. This is what would happen. Yes. So, 
Well, not when he's Oh my god. Oh no. Uh, was not prepared for the recoil. Oh wait, did you If you're rolling all of them, you get plus 2 on the uh Oh, I get plus 2. Plus okay, two let die. me roll two more. Let me roll two more. I could say I <laughs> yeah. should re-roll the whole thing, but we know I don't get that. That's not fair. That, so. Yeah. No. Okay, great. Two oh, yeah. <laughs> a whole zero more successes, got it. <laughs> roll seven die, get no ones. Damn. The gun okay. recoil hits you in the head and makes you fall into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no, it just makes her uh, fall off the back of the I think uh, I, I am going to borrow the Naruto Naruto poof sound effect of clones disappearing or being dismissed or dying, right? Um, mm. And I think you like the gun smacks her in the face and she stumbles backwards, lets go as she falls off, and you hear ship! <laughs> the gun is lying at the edge of the oh. cliff, though. It's not gone. Thank you. Alright. Sounds uh, sounds good. So, like, I, I feel like, like, the Eternal was about to, like, go into, like, a more defensive, like, evasive stance, but sees that, you know, Sandeshko is just, like, wildly flinging this thing around. <sighs> Finally. So, um, the Eternal... The Eternal, like, basically, he, uh, takes a look around. He sees that, like, you know, the three ninja clones are, like, gone, and, um... I have a question, just for fun. This is sure. no mechanical purpose, but did he know they were all clones? No. Okay, so it was like, alright, which one's the... They were all fake? <laughs> all fake? Yeah. Um, he, he, he can't tell the damn difference. <laughs> sure. Well, now. The annoying ninja are gone. Time to take care of you two. He's going to go ahead and attempt to attack both Phoenix and um, Rain. He, like, steps forward. Like, you know, he's trying to do his, like, like you know, seemingly in control act. But, like, you know, a little bit of blood just, like, you know, comes from his side. And he just gets more and more annoyed. So I'm going to roll against June first. Yep, um... I think the best thing that she can think to do is try to, like, uh... <laughs> Die? <laughs> look at that roll. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Yeah. Let's see. And then against Phoenix. Okay. So it's nine, nine to, like, nine to rain and eight to Phoenix. Uh, I don't have... So... I don't have enough to do anything about this other than just, like, I'm gonna try... Well, you gotta get either a counterattack, dodge, or anything else that you feel is appropriate. I, I think she's just deflecting with her blades using my melee skills, uh, because like that—that's all I can really. That's the best chance I have of surviving this. Oh my god! Oof! Oof! Oh. Nine versus two. Um, Phoenix. Eight's the number to beat. Okay, so I guess I just missed by one. You can spend Ike. Okay. Spend Aiki or Kiai, which will add to your karma total, but that is also a you can you can spend Kiai as well. I have a ton of Aiki right now, so I might as well spend that. Spend How much would it be to like You can spend three uh three for an automatic success or spend one uh or one at a time for extra dice to roll. So And this is like no you, limit. If you spend so like you five, spend. you could get like five extra die. Uh, you should just spend all your IKEA and instantly kill this man. <laughs> uh, I guess I could do that. You don't have to. <laughs> it would be cool, but also like, uh, 
you could spend enough to like get a, get make it a success and uh like get some damage in. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll spend a lot of it, but not all of it. <laughs> Let's see. Do you, are right. you spending are you for automatic successes or extra rolls? Because if you get extra rolls, like, honestly, it's a better chance of succeeding than paying three for an automatic success. I'm spending mm-hmm. for extra rolls. How many? Um, is twenty allowed? <laughs> <laughs> no limit. Okay, I told you explicitly, no limit. All right. Let's and fucking we'll do it. How this ni- uh, other way? No. Wait. No. Wrong. No, you, wrong you set way. your skill to be twenty. It, Jeff. There. It is twenty. Oh, try. It again. is twenty d six. Less than four. Okay. Yeah. God so damn, though. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that takes me down to ten IK. <laughs> 15 okay so right. can that so be resolved before my, before my June <laughs> yes how about okay I will I will here's how it'll work mm-hmm. so June what happens is you are like bearing down like you, you're being faced down by this like frankly almost unknowable like monster this is just like a machine of hate like in front of you and he is about to like like he is revving up this like massive like flurry of blows and you know like something huge is about to happen Mm -hmm. right but phoenix what is it that allows you to do doing the math here 15 plus 7 is 22 versus so you're going to do 14 damage to this guy. Um, I'm not going to, like, like it's not going to kill him, but man, it's going to fucking slow him down. I feel like I've been getting a little bit full of myself with my previous successes. Like, I've wrecked some people before <laughs> in, during the course of this campaign so far, and I think it's just... There's mm-hmm. something about this person's goal of just planting their feet and not reacting all that much to what I did before that just infuriates me. So I get to a point where <laughs> I get so angry that I basically face him and I'm like, how dare you? No, that's not how this shit works. <laughs> and I just wind up my leg and just deliver a just deliver a spinning kick with such anger and ferocity that it kind of breaks past my previous limits. Rain manages to block a like just enough of the hit to avoid dying. Like she just like has like the the scythe comes in and scrapes against her blade and just like Get, still manages to like get past it and uh, take a heavy like cut out of her, and she just goes down and passes out. Her vitality is zero, and all her wounds are checked except for the death marker. What are like June? You're gonna pa- like Rain is gonna pass out. 
Um, what is what are like some of the thoughts that crosses like Rain's mind before she uh, passes out? Hmm. Um. Definitely fear for her life. That's pretty heavy right now. Um. Probably. Um. Just a fear for the like the power of the the petals. She like she knew that they were strong, but she had not been prepared for them, really. Uh, and she is now having doubts about her, like, whether her journey was even going to, uh, was ever going to succeed. Like, you just have, like, these doubts. Yeah, she just starts to, as she's fading out, wonder if it was ever, like, there was ever a chance of success. What has happened is that you are stumbling backwards, um, and, like, the blood is, the slight blood loss is starting you to become very light in the head. From, from behind a rock, a figure emerges. In June, you're caught by someone. Uh, who? You can't make this a habit, Rain. She's, like, barely hanging on to consciousness, but she'll... She'll just look up and say, Glad you made it. Those tunnels sucked. We'll talk after. And she sets you down to pass out. <laughs> Who are you people? What a boring question. Nadeshko pulls her lotus petal, Baneshia, free and says, So, our last encounter, I just finished a fight. And you jumped me. Let's see how it goes the other way around, shall we? <sighs> so, alright, five and five. So, before you tell me how it goes uh-huh. down, I think narratively, it's another clash, right? Uh-huh. Earlier, though, no, when you had stopped his blade, he was unknown. And he was just, like, an entity. But now you just see this, like, you recognize in this moment he's just as human as anyone else here's what happens mm-hmm. what we saw was her draw sword we saw the flash of the steel they meet in the middle and they lock for a second and she like she steps back a moment like she's being overpowered and the sword leaves her hand and he pushes through and he realizes it's not the lotus petal i was using the other sword the ninja sword i get by default and I let my guard break on purpose. And then Baneshia goes through his back. Um, that's going to be 13 damage. I'll edit this, like, little bit out. But he had 12 for me. Oh my... That's, <laughs> Don't edit that out! What are you talking so about? That's so much health left, though. And that was after taking that huge blow from Phoenix? We've gotten a lot of IK. She's scaling based on that. Oh my god. That's fair. Yep. <laughs> so Rain is just not built for this. You need to stop being tank is what you need. <laughs> yeah, but no one else Next. is stepping to <laughs> True. <laughs> that, um so yeah. Badesia finds her mark. You pull the blade out of his chest. And 
he is stumbling backwards. He has dropped the lotus petal. And you see, like, not only just his blood, but, like, mixing with it is, like, from his back, the blood of an antelope. He falls basically backwards and... I... I could have... kept... going. I... was... supposed to be everlasting. Now all I see is the dark. The light fades from his eyes. As you had severed the critical, like one of the rarest and most powerful analytes, one that allows one to keep going almost after death, but that is mortal too. The Eternal has been felled. From uh, behind, you see uh, Emmy, like, she's supporting her uh, father on her own shoulders as um, he's, like, starting to, like, awaken. Like, mm -hmm. he had a fair bit of blood loss, but she tended to his wounds. Um, and so, like, Hayate just, you know, looks down, sees the dead man, and sees you three and sees um rain um passed out and he rushes over the rain like immediately like and emmy kind of like chases him because like you know he was just hurt but um lying on the ground is the um the uh, mantis scythe i unless phoenix moves for it nadeshko is going to take it Phoenix, what'd you do? I'm trying to think of what I should do here. Do you trust Nadeshko with it? No. Um. Okay. I guess I'm gonna do something that <laughs> might cause some conflict. Um, I'm conflict in a story. What? <laughs> Keep going. Go ahead. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna try and take the sword for myself and just throw it into the fire. So that won't. I'll, I'll tell you right now that won't do much of anything, but that will be an interesting narrative, like beat. I think. So okay, six. Does that sound good? I think the thing. I think the thing is like, Nadeshko's instinct wouldn't be to like attack, but like, I mean, if it's like seize immediately toss, then like. I think Phoenix would be able to move faster. Probably, I guess I'm closer. Um, the thing is, I I think Nadeshko like, the way I imagined it is, it's like they both grab it and then they talk about it because Nadeshko's willing to talk about it. Okay, that works. Um, okay, we both we both got a hand on it then. Um, yeah. 
And then let's go pauses. Our job is to recover it. Is there a problem with me being the one that carries it? You're already carrying a, a pebble yourself, aren't you? Right. So why make two people a target? Oh, and before you get any ideas, I was trained in a single sword style. I'm not interested. I've seen the way pedals can influence other people. I don't think it's especially smart to have someone carrying... Well... Scratch that, actually, because that's... Uh, Rain is able to carry multiple of them at uh, once. Rain doesn't have any. Um, she d Rain doesn't have any. Rain doesn't have any. In fact, if you want to... If I, if I may gently nudge, like, no one's investigated, like, the Eternal's body at any point. Yeah, I think we'll do that, but I think probably this, this issue is not like, this issue has to be resolved before anything else is going to happen between these two, at least. Sure. I've seen the way a single lotus petal can affect a person. I'm worried that if we have one person carrying multiple of them at once, that might cause some effects to scale, and we might want to avoid that. This is a reasonable concern. I can trust you to be responsible with this and deliver it to our employer. You voiced some misgivings. I have, yes, and ideally no one should hold these, but I guess it's better for it to be held by an organization than a single power-hungry individual. There's a long beat. And Adesco says, okay, and let's go. All right. I guess I'll pick it up for myself and stow it until we can bring it back to... Oh, turn it back in, I guess. Do you have anything to, like, wrap around it? To, like, uh, wrap around the blade so it doesn't harm anyone? Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Oh, actually... Um, mm. It's a memory drinker, right. so... Uh, does... Is this is this concern voiced? Because if so, I have what Nadesco would do. Uh, I mean, Rain isn't conscious enough to voice it, right, so right. this is just a Phoenix would have to be I'll, the one. I mean, I, I I'll say for now that you can like narratively, you're allowed to say oh. some stuff before you really. Oh no, I I mean, I'm just like, but no, I'm okay. Uh, oh. holding off until like, uh, having a moment to talk with Hayate. If Phoenix is looking around like, oh, I have to wrap this up, Nadeshko is going to rip the eternal jacket, like his, his shirt off. Uh, be like, that's pretty good. Perfect. Okay, Perfect. that's a good way of doing it. That That's a better way. My initial thought was like I would just tear part of my robes and use that, but getting the eternal I mean, jacket is It's a, it's a big weapon, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I guess what happens is like you take the, like, because the eternal was covered in like these like bandages, mm -hmm. right? Like and this, you know, his jacket basically, and you saw that. I mean, instantly, like, like the moment, like the the um the immortality worm had been like slain, um, basically, almost as if like the the effects of fifty years of aging 
like affected him all at once. Um, but you know, you if you like, you look at the body and you realize like the Eternal was just kind of a guy. You just you know this ball of violence and hate and like you know power. You just basically see an, an old dead man in front of you. I think Nadeshko finds it vaguely inspiring. Meanwhile, I'm just looking at it and thinking about how my previous experience with pet- with pedals of I'm seeing the pattern here essentially. Well, this has been a messy trip. We need to get uh, these two to a healer, preferably several healers. Uh... Does Rain like stir awake so that she can maybe start like walking? Yeah, I think that um, if Hayatagi and Emmy came over to help her up, uh, she'd be like, just like stirring and like, "Uh, Hayatagi, I'm glad that you're okay. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Don't scare, don't scare me like that. All right. Uh, I'll try not to. Uh, he just slings like your arm around his shoulder, um, carry you. And she's definitely going to start like using her sword to like support her on the other side, like uh, like sheath it and like use that to help her walk. Just like uh, I think I need a walking stick of some kind. <laughs> I think Nadeshko uh, snaps off a tree branch and pulls out her, her dagger and carves it real quick. It's like here. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't have thought you'd care. I probably should have come in the first place. It doesn't matter. You well, you decided to help in the end. You were looking for a samurai, right? Red, a uh, bunch of soul gems. That's right. Uh, a wraith on a, on his back. Had a shirt on. Uh, Mukuro. She's just like, wait, you, no, that isn't the right name. Oh, uh, someone else. All right. But you you saw a samurai with soul gems. Uh huh, and a lotus petal. Mukuro, Mukuro. Unless that could be a nickname, maybe, but. I haven't heard of it before, as far as... Or should I roll for that? I mean, there's one other detail that Rain... Or that Nishko might be able to tell you. You could ask what he looked like. Oh, you know, that is fair. That is a normal thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a normal thing to do. It's uh, like, describe yes. what he looks like. Uh, well, the, the thing is, is that I personally don't know the like physical description of, uh, of Rain's uncle. So it's like, well, okay... Uh, well, what did he look like besides having soul gems and uh, a petal? We're gonna have Simlish with a subtitle that says <laughs> "Description of the Man." <laughs> well, okay. 
how about this? Rain, what is the like what is the physical detail that Nadeshko mentions that tips that you it off? is her uncle? Okay. Um Like, does he have like what is like I can, you know, give you a general description, you know, older man, salt mm-hmm. and pepper hair, um, you know, tends to uh wear like very fairly plain robes to cover. Um like you knew him obviously before the summarization mm-hmm. surgery, but like, you know, not many, like even like some of the most devoted samurai don't get that many soul gems, but there's one detail that, you know, of growing up with him that instantly like gives you an idea that he's, a, that that's who Nadeshko is talking about. And it would be like some banal detail that Nadeshko, like Nadeshko would list off, like, like a scar or something about like his eye color or something, right? Uh, I'm thinking about what this. Would, uh, what would be uh, something? Okay, maybe we could talk about this like uh afterward. Uh, why this would be, but uh, what if he had an ear cut off? That's like a chip ear, even just no ear on one side. That that could be like. Maybe as some kind of punishment for something, or as like a part of his like uh like life in uh military service, I guess. Like uh in some battle, he lost an ear. I, I don't know. So that feels like like significant enough of a like physical detail to like for Nadeshko to have noticed it. Nadeshko, what do you think? I mean, I'm fine with that. You know, it's I think it's it's Rain's background character. You know, yeah. I'm just thinking about like sure. what what how you could identify him. I mean, he keeps his hair relatively short. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of things like, that you could get because Nadeshko's a spy, and so Nadeshko's used to having to memorize details about important people. So, mm-hmm. and definitely got the so, vibe that this was an important person. So, so how about this, like? June, you frame it as, like, some, like, seeming, kind of like, think of it how, like, you know, Inigo Matoya goes, ask, may I see, like, did he have six fingers on his left hand? You know, that sort of Sure. Thing. I'm just, like, I'm thinking of different, like, battle wounds I could imagine him having. It's like, okay, like, could it be, like, scars near the neck, or, Scar- like, maybe, like, uh, some, like, a, like, down, like, a scar, uh, a slash down the eye or something. Something, that, like, Sure. Uh, well, I'm just deciding which one is like fits better, I guess. Um, I, I, I'm having also, I'm also having a hard time picking because it's like I don't know what a good like, like maybe a, a punishment for like uh, disobedience in whatever in military. I mean, um. I would just say fo- let's focus on just the one right. physical Okay, and I'm, I'm trying to like we'll, fig- we'll fill out the I'm trying to like later. come up with like something that feels characterful, but um Yeah, I, I think let's let's instead of if we don't want to go for like a missing ear having just like uh uh I feel like it would be really characterful. I mean, like you knew him as like a fairly good-natured soldier, right? before everything yes Mm -hmm. her memories of him are of a very caring man up until 
the day that he killed her mom? I could see, like, I don't know, I, I feel like it's fun to have, like, a person who has, like, a, a pretty gnarly scar on their neck and will sometimes, like, lightheartedly tell stories about the time they almost got decapitated. <laughs> you know, that is that is pretty good, yeah. Like, maybe, like, a uh, cut from, like, his left ear down to his chin. Yeah, that works. Okay. He can't grow a beard there. Yeah, so. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that pose the question uh did he have a cut on his left side of his on the left side of his face like on the ear going down to uh his jaw uh nadeshko as a child is overly technical probably once upon a time scar now then that was him you you saw him what what was he doing uh he wanted a lotus petal looks at your uh like, at the sword in your hand. And I assume he didn't get one. He seems a little more patient than other people we've been dealing with. That's not my memory of him, but... The, uh... What did you even do? Like, he... Did he attack you? Uh, no. We just talked a little bit, and then he left. I brought you up, no names, but mentioned that I knew someone that would, that was looking for him, and uh, he didn't seem to appreciate that very much. I I think that she's just going to like start like hyperventilating a little, just like scared that he might have found is this, her. Is this like her? Fully passing out, or I I think she'll she'll stay conscious, but just like she's panicking. Yeah, anyway, I thought I should tell you. And keeps walking. That's good to know. Hey, Nadeshko. Hmm. If we meet that man again, would you, uh, be able to help me kill him? She tilts her head. We can work out a contract. I can definitely pay you. Well, there we go then. And I oh yeah, uh, professional courtesy, I suppose. If he hires me to kill you first, then you know. And she gives a little like, hey, "What are you gonna do?" gesture. <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rain doesn't have enough in her to like handle that, so she's just gonna like. Just go, yeah, whatever, and start, like, focusing on keeping herself upright as as they walk. And I think, like, Nadeshko keeps standing there, and Rain uh, keeps going, and Nadeshko's like, hmm, I guess it wasn't funny. <laughs> it was one of her first attempts at a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the, the like, the gang decides to, you head down into the hive to he start heading back into town. As you all walk away, the fire that had been burning, the fire that had been used so frantically to mend this petal, where this battle took place, just dies out.
In the pale moonlight, the Eternal met their end. The boiling rage and unspeakable power could not overcome the fact that he was still just a man, and felled all the same. His flame ultimately snuffed out. And that is where the curtains were drawn. Wow. Well, that was quite a story. Thank you. I did enjoy reciting it, but maybe there is something to getting it on stage again. When Nadeshko plunges the blade into the Eternal, the whole audience should hold their breath. We knew the performance that night went well when that happened. Oh, I'd love to see that. Maybe when we make it to the city, I could message some connections and make it happen. But is that really it? Is that the end? Of the story? Yeah. I, I don't know. I felt like it was just getting juicy. Well, all stories do have an ending. Everyone knows this. I'm aware, but... I'm sorry. I, I just kind of got wrapped up in it. I really want to hear more of the story. Oh. Oh! My dear, you misunderstood. This is a series of plays. Really? Yes. The Thief, the Collector, and the Assassin, it was a series of plays meant to be performed over the course of a whole year. And you know the rest of these? Oh, please tell me you know the rest of them. <gasps> Absolutely, but I need my rest first. We're almost at the end, so let us retire for the evening. I agree, yeah, okay. But, uh, gonna hear the next part tomorrow? For you, Kanagara, gladly. Sake tonight, but story tomorrow. Sound fair? Sounds fair to me. I'm glad we ran into each other, Lady Kagami. My contacts can wait. I'm not really in any rush to get to the city, but I doubt I'll be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> My friend, you should rest. We will resume tomorrow. Just remember what they used to say at the end of each show. What was that again? The curtains fall, but the embers still rise.